Yes, star. Yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the rain, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Uh, they see no wave, it's a tie. Uh, I couldn't take an L if I tried. Uh, funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Uh, they can't reach where I'm trying to Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Ring. This your boy Chris J. Got the boy Tyler here. We out here. Daytra sleep somewhere. I don't know where he is. He has responded to the group chat since this morning. <laughs> so I don't, hopefully, but no, nah, I'm just cracking jokes. He's all good, but he probably if he joins, he joins. Hopefully, but he probably sleep work probably kicking his ass. But we here, we out here. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, if you've been looking for wondering why audio going up and no video, we've been having technical issues. We've been trying to use a new software. We tried. Keyword, we tried. And that shit pissed me off to the ends of the earth. And you guys missed out on a great episode. And one day I might upload it on some ghetto shit. But <laughs> I have a standard for us as a company. And I'm not going to do... Our listeners, fans like that at all. But before we get started, make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter at Threes from the Ring, Three S from the Ring. Uh, talk to us about anything that's going on with the NBA, wrestling, and all of that. Don't make a difference. Um, if you watch us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. You know, hit that and hit the share button. Share above all. And if you just listen to us, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, whatever, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe or share button and follow button, whichever one it is, and leave a review. Leave reviews, comments, all of that, G. We appreciate all of it as well. But let's get into it with wrestling. Um, WrestleMania backlash was just this past Sunday. Like if and it was a solid pay-per-view. I, I wouldn't say I have any issues with it. Um with no honest honestly no issues with it. It was an overall solid pay-per-view for what it was. Uh so like it was a solid pay per view, no issues. Shout out to Ronda and uh, Charlotte. That was a fun match. Uh, Uso, the Bloodline versus uh, RK Bro and uh, Drew was fun. Like it was, it was, it was a decent card. Uh, you, your thoughts of it? Uh, As I pull up, the- I'm actually glad that it was a short card. Um, yeah. I think a post Mania card that didn't really have too much going on didn't need to be, you know, super long. Uh, they probably save that for you know when they have some bigger storylines going on, but it was it was a solid pay per view you know from start to finish. Uh, yeah, the Cody Cody and Seth opened the show and I that, I love that match. I might have I actually liked that match a lot better than that WrestleMania match to be honest. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, so let's just go ahead and go over the card real quick. Uh, so like you said, Cody Seth opened. 20 minute match longest match of the card easily wait was it and just double check second longest because uh the six man tag went longer but i definitely agree it was way better uh ended with a roll-up right yeah yeah cody won by roll-up the sequence was seth tried to roll him up and pull the tights then cody reversed it and did the same exact thing he got it game is the game g (laughs) the game is the game to piss seth off Exactly. So we're getting closer to like 
Seth just entering that dark place. And I highly feel like we're going to get the last match at the last match of this trilogy. Yo, Loki, Seth getting back-to-back trilogies <laughs> and like around the same time of the year is crazy. <laughs> like he had that trilogy against Edge last year. And then now he got this he got this trilogy against Cody. Hey. And I think he, he loses this. I think he loses this one through yo. I honestly think he's he's not he's if not. If it goes into a sale, like I I highly believe he might get three old. If he do, the game is the game. <laughs> the game is the game. It would look good for Seth to win, but it depends. I think he on... does more for his character if he loses though. Yeah. Because you, get, you, you go into that unhinged version of Seth Rollins, you know. He, he, Seth Rollins don't take L's like that, so you know him to get, for him to go three O against the the old new guy, you know that's gonna set him off. I think that I think that could be a good idea. Yeah. So well, then especially also, if you like, plan on throwing him back at Roman at some point. Yeah, and he, that and also you're building Cody up to be your mega baby, baby face. Which they desperately have been needing, as Roman has been that nigga. <laughs> He's been that guy, <laughs> and then you got you, you don't have the mega face to compete with. So like, and then especially Roman being double champ and defending the belt when he feels like it, I feel like it's only right that Cody does get go get the three O dub on him. Um, so we'll see where things go with that. Um, then. I didn't watch almost versus at Lashley, but uh, almost won. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, it was a decent match. It's pretty much it, it went a, a little bit more. It was a little bit more grabby than their uh, than their first meeting, but they definitely. Uh, I think they're doing a good job with almost like people have been skeptical of it, which I understand, but no, unless you were a Kevin Nash or Big Show. You know, you have to, you got to build big guys up. You know, nobody's going to, just because, you know, you put a guy out there that can, you know, smash through everybody doesn't mean, you know, people, you know, they're going to buy it or that they're going to, you know, you have to get some substance to it. And I think that having him with MVP helps a lot. You know, he's at least trying to talk like he, he's, for him to, to not have that much mic work, when he does talk, he sounds convinced. You know those those you know two sentences he might have is is it sounds convincing. And so that's I all like he really needs like he don't need yeah. to speak much like like most big like Kevin Nash is probably undoubtedly the greatest talking big ever big guy ever. But it's Kevin Nash sure. like literally he just has it's a swagger about him. Then I'm gonna put Undertaker, Big Show, Big Show's in there, so I'll put Big Show in there. But so it's like but most. Bigs, and then I'm gonna throw Shaq in there because Shaq is involved in pro wrestling so many times. <laughs> but most yeah, Shaq, of the time, I don't want to hear the promo. Yeah, show, but most of the time, I don't want to hear exactly. But like, I don't really want to hear a nigga over six ten talk because most of the time they sound like they struggling to talk. Right, like even with Braun Strowman, like I feel like they Braun Strowman had to talk a little bit more because they were pushing him as a bigger singles character. Yeah. So but, especially even Braun wasn't turns. that bad. Well, well, as yeah. time went on, he wasn't that bad. And then yeah. especially because he just had the catchphrase, where and then he, it just led to you getting your ass whooped. Exactly. So it ended well, but but yeah, like most bigs don't need to talk that much. Like I I just want to see you if you got like something meaningful, 
other than that, but like you don't need to talk. Like the main thing I think they need to focus on is just you know polishing his him polishing his in ring work a little bit more. Yeah. And once he gets that down packed, it's gonna be even more believable that he can you know he could be a guy that you could put the belt on at some point. Yeah. So exactly, and then like even in most big dudes don't need a belt. Like it's just they don't. Like, but I feel like they are but gonna but get some. Like if you fun. if you a consistent star like a Kane or Undertaker. It'll land on you eventually, something like that. Yeah, because we we went a long time. It was a long time um, that we saw Undertaker with no belt. It was a long time that we've seen. I think Kane probably had the, the Kane like and two. Big Show went the longest without no belts. Yeah, like Big Show got one and had one. Like I like so this when I was watching like when he first got to the E, he got the belt. And he was fine fucking Big Boss Man for the belt and Viscera. Like nigga, what? But but at the same time you had to put them against people where it was just like you can't just have them fight Stone Cold you can't have them fight Triple H you can't have them fight The Rock because he's gonna easily he should easily annihilate them niggas. Right. But so I get it. But it's like seriously. But so but yeah, that like, was entertaining though. We got some entertaining stuff from Big Show and Bossman. Look, bro, that, that's you can't air that today. <laughs> you can't <laughs> air that. Man. Can't go where I call it a man a bastard. <laughs> And then you show up to the man's funeral take and take that nigga his, daddy. Take his man's dad and put him on a chain and drag him and his dad. Hey bro, you can't you can't do that no more. But um But yeah, so like was but like yeah, like with bigs, you just gotta be they just have they supposed to be an attraction. Like they like if they get the belt right. cool. But after that it's like, you know, like just have them be around, beat people up, elevate between the mid card maybe get a main event shot every now and then but yeah but um but yeah but i'm as long as almost keep putting himself in a good position i see the potential it's just like i said booking a big and nowadays is just really freaking tough it's just tough yeah especially um, when he's damn the only big there yeah it's like i said it's not that many uh next edge and aj uh edge pretty much made this nigga tap but um it was a good it was a good match it was a, it was a solid match. I like the pacing of this match better than the Mania one. I still yeah. think they could be better, but it was still it was better than the Mania match though in terms of pacing. Like it was they wasn't trying to go over the top. Um, Rare Ripley came to interfere, which led to AJ um, losing the match and get, being tapped out um, by the Edge the the Edge crossface. Um, but overall, like, like it was a, it was a cool match. Like the big, the moment was Rhea joining um, Edge's uh, coat. Yeah, which I think that's it's gonna be a great idea to have her there. I think Rhea's gonna have a a solid heel run. Um. Uh, and then and then the stable itself is I I like the direction that it's going. So I'm 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 excited to see you know who possibly you know. Is gonna join next. Everybody thinks that it's Chompa. It could be somebody else. You never know. But yeah, you could keep it three man is good. Or if you go four, and Chompa's that guy, I could see joining. It works because it gives him like that, like establishment of like, hey, like he's with Edge, and Edge is gonna get you up there, G. Like so, and so yeah. So it'll be it's it'll be good. And plus, like you have. You could just use Ciampa and Damien as a tag team if you need be for that group. And then Edge, you can legit put Edge in, legit in 
uh, title pictures and stuff too. So yeah, but um, but yeah, so like I'm cool with how this match went. Um, I I believe probably if they were bold, it's, I'm saying it's because let's just say Roman probably is not going to do a hell in a cell. It's, it's being reported that he may not. Yeah. We don't know, but at the same time, be smart because you want to extend the Drew thing into summers into the summer as long as you can so that way you could get the UK show but um I believe if you do a hell in a cell with Finn AJ live versus judgment day we get we lit I can see that happening that 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 makes a lot of sense like I say just do it because Especially if you don't have Roman, you're gonna need some type of you know, like at bigger this point, main event. Yeah, because more than likely they're gonna do two or three uh Hell and Cell matches and then maybe two non ones. Cody and yeah. Cody and uh Seth is going in that month regardless. Um I feel like they're gonna do the tag team unification in the cell. That's gonna happen regardless. Yeah, that that that's gonna be fun too. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. As well. So, um, so then I feel like if you want to be bold, it'll make sense to end it to like to well kind of have those three going to sale because we we have fun. We haven't had a six man hell in the sale since two thousand, and mm-hmm. since you guys couldn't watch the uh the lost episode, I did talk about that. <laughs> so, and. You could do a tag team, and I think it works. You have two female competitors involved because Liv and Rhea. You got the gr- and you got two grudges between uh, Damian and Finn, and uh, AJ and Edge. It works. I can see the vision. Let's just do it, please. But um, so yeah. But um, moving on in that card, uh, Ronda and Charlotte, I quit match. They were beating each other ass. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. definitely. I think that was definitely a good stipulation. Matches where they don't have to hold back is probably what's best for them when they fight. Yeah, especially Ronda, because it's it's just like I said. Ronda needs to for, like her. She need. This is still a sense of discomfort in ring wise. Like I ain't saying she looks messy, but it's just discomfort because she took a what she was away for a year and a half. Yeah, so, about a year and a half. Yeah, so she disappeared for a year and a half. As you was getting a little more comfortable, so now it's like, okay. So, but put her in an I quit match where it was like, hey, just beat each other ass. Yell out, I'm not about to quit and call each other bees and move on. It was what, it, it was a good match. I liked and for 16 minutes, great pacing. I didn't even think of it as 16 minutes. Was able to get Charlotte out the picture because Charlotte's, uh, according to reports, is about to get married to uh, Andrade this summer. So shout out to my bo- uh, my boy uh, putting a ring on it, doing your thug Dizzle G. That's why he hasn't been on AEW <laughs> since he lost to Darby. Uh, but but it is what it is when it comes to that. But um, but yeah, so shout out to uh, but Ronda has the belt. I, it's really tough to say shout out to Ronda because. That SmackDown was one division. Unless Bailey's coming, Loki just took a hit too. Yeah, because they supposedly moved Lacey Evans to Raw for some stupid reason. When you needed somebody who can fight her, 
and you at least to get her through a couple of months but and, but at the same time you could like if Bailey does not even pop if it up wasn't Friday, gonna be her right away it's like why would you, I don't understand the yeah I don't understand it at all like a like my unless you're doing a trade happens. but even still it's it just didn't make sense yeah because if it is true yeah so hopefully like this is my thing you have to do a draft soon <laughs> yeah. soon because it's just solely for the SmackDown's women division that shit just stinks. It just stink <laughs> because like you Raquel, don't have nobody except like is Shotzi yeah. still there? Shotzi's there, still, but gee, bro, but they haven't put. She hasn't been on last time. Every time she's been on TV since her Sasha feud, she's lost. She hasn't. She's basically been enhancement talent. Yeah, she's pretty much been that. There's nobody but Shayna. Like I said, Shayna and Nat, uh, Natalia are supposed to be fighting for the belts to tag belts. And honestly, Shayna would be a good match for her. So, like, now, to me, you're stuck in a position where if Bailey doesn't pop up this week, who is fighting her for the, who's her summer feud? She doesn't have a summer feud. <laughs> so, it's like, she, they got to figure that out. Yeah, so we'll see where things go with that. Um, cause, like I said, SmackDown Women's Division is doo-doo. And I hate to say it, but it, it is really doo-doo. Uh, then we had Madcap versus Happy Corbin. Uh, Madcap won by pinfall. I do not care about this match. I looked up and I saw Madcap won. Um, I told you they were going to do it where he basically, he wasn't to protect uh, Baron Corbin's finisher. They, he wasn't, he just wasn't going to be able to get the move off, basically. Yeah. So I so, think that was a smart idea. Which is uncool. And the Madcap push is, is real. So it, It's getting there. Like, it's happening. Buck your seatbelts. <laughs> it's, it's happening. Uh, then we had the Bloodline versus Rated uh, Rated Drew KO, as they called it. Um, so <laughs> somebody called it. I think it was, uh, what's his name? But, but yeah, so I'm all for uh, the Bloodline winning, but this match was so freaking fun, G. It was yeah. so freaking fun. Like, just the tease in between Roman and Drew. And Roman is saying, the Randy. It, it, G, please. We need Roman and Randy, G. They got to give us that. Especially before they get, he gets to Drew. Like, they please. got, we got to get Roman and Randy. I need it, G. I need it. <laughs> I need it one time for the fun time. And then I, I, I listen up to a podcast. They said they haven't wrestled since like 2017 on a random Raw or something. Like, that's a long ass time. Like yeah, they they haven't wrestled in that long, but um, good match. Uh, just the fact that my boy, uh, uh, God damn it, uh, God damn, Riddle, Riddle, uh, literally RKO'd. Uh, I think it was that was J- Jay. Yeah, <laughs> he's been hitting some clean RKOs. He too. has. He been, he's doing some reckless ones because I'm like, <laughs> like, gee, who runs off the top rope? And then for you do an RKO, literally, and then do a super RKO. It's how he's doing. It's like, man, bold. <laughs> man, bold. So, but it was a really good match. Um, Roman, just his presence in itself is just that guy. He's that guy. And, um, but it was a good match. Anything you want to add about Well, what did he say after they won, too? He said, he said a bar, G. He said he something did. about, like, um, what did he say? He said, um, he said, every time we step up in this, 
we run this bitch or something like yes, that. Yes, that's what he said. We run this bitch. He said, I was like, yo, my man he dropped the whole box. He was not lying. He, he did say that shit. I was like, bro, what is you all? But it's like we run this bitch. But, G, Robert, that guy, bro. G, you got to respect my boy, G. You have to give my boy his respect. Um, But, yeah. Things that happen uh, on Raw. Uh, Alexa really, Bliss came Yeah, Alexa Bliss came back. I don't back. remember all of them in order. Alexa, yeah, Alexa Bliss, Bliss came, came back, back which I'm happy to see. Um, mm-hmm. It was Bianca. Sonya Deville Oscar, lost right? her evil powers. Yeah, Sonya Deville about to literally take her ass back to SmackDown. Yeah, they, they could probably use her again. Dog, they really about to give us Ronda versus Sonya. I'm good. I'm good, G. <laughs> I'm Gucci. <laughs> I'm so fucking good on that, G. They really should have sent Alexa Bliss back to SmackDown. That's who they should have sent. It would have made the most sense. It, uh, and then again, it's not too late. Who knows? Like, you could easily do that. It's not an issue. Um, but yeah, uh, that happened. Um, Bianca fought Oscar, right? Yeah, it was like a it was a uh, a contenders match. Yeah, it was like I don't remember match. who won though. No, because uh, Becky came out. Yeah, Becky came out and said after all this shit. No, so which I respect. Um, because mm. come on now, you know, look, I do want Bianca versus Oscar, but I already had a feeling that uh that that was gonna they're going they were going triple threat that situation. It, it just makes sense because Becky hasn't gotten her rematch yet, and Oscar is a reasonable enough competitor uh for bianca as well the funny thing is it's gonna be funny when becky eat that pen uh at hell in the cell so <laughs> it's gonna be funny as hell when she eat that pen because i'll be hurt if oscar gets pinned but it's gonna be funny as hell uh what else happened bobby wants his rematch against almost in the steel cage so that's gonna be a good match that's, i need bobby to do I need Bobby to do that thing when he jumped at he literally jumped at the cage back first and it fell open. I need him to do that again. Like G. Remember he did that to Umaga and like I think it was like 2007 on ECW. They had a steel cage match. I think Umaga won, or I don't remember what happened before or after the match. But that nigga ran full force at the cage and just fell on it and it fell on top of Umaga. She was fired. Oh, but yeah, that's I gonna be. That. I think that's gonna be an interesting match too. You know, two big niggas in a steel cage. You know, hey, big two somebody big get by. Two big niggas beating meat, G. Like as Big pause. E says, I know as Big E says, that's a big pause. But hey, <laughs> I thought I had that in the soundboard, but I guess not. But yeah, so I'm for that. Um, uh-huh. That's gonna be a fun, good, solid match. Uh, I think that's really pretty much Tom all. The Street Profits fault. The Street Profits uh, tried to fight uh, RK Bro and lost. Oh yeah, that was the opener. Yeah, that was the opener. That happened. Oh, oh and pre oh Cody fought uh, Austin Theory, had the U.S. title shot, but we that was collision course for Seth Rollins to come out and go. Seth, mad. Seth, I'm not finished with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were having a pretty decent match too. They, I think. The way they presented Austin Theory in that match is like you can tell like they're really putting their all into to his presentation and everything. Like Austin it Theory is, is just is getting that it's push. Him. It's just him. It's I mean yeah. not him and then like compliment. I'm talking about 
he's being, you know, he, he, it's authentic. It's believable. No, I mean, like, I see that they're putting effort. It's just, I it's tough for me. He, I feel like he's not putting everything he can. Maybe it's the character. I don't know, but yeah, because I think that's I think it's part of how his character's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a little nonchalant. I think that's what that's going to play into him eventually lose. That's going to eventually play into him losing the belt too. Yeah, like I I kind of want him to be more of a asshole, like up it, up it a little bit. I feel, I, I feel that he, he yeah. definitely could turn it up or not. It's like it's, it's just I feel like he needs it's just a tweak in his character and it'll work. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so that's all that really happened on uh, WWE. Um, yeah, so AEW did they do anything special? Um, I'm confused with something they did. So, jump. So, uh, what's it? Jurassic Express. That's what they're called, right? Yeah. With Jungle Boy and um, Luchasaurus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jurassic Express. I want to make sure I'm calling the right name, not Jurassic Park. But, um, yeah, Jurassic Express. So, they had mm-hmm. a match against Team Taz for the belts. Was it for the belts or was it like a contendership match or something like that? I'm confused on... Yeah. So, I'm confused on why Swerve and Keith Lee beat up Jurassic Express and not Team Taz when it interfered. That makes yeah, no fucking sense. <laughs> and then I think in the, as they were beating up, they were helping them. I'm like, y'all just had a couple of weeks ago a match against each other and y'all lost to these niggas. Right. Yeah, that... I, was so, I was so confused. Yeah, this does... Even though I'm very much for getting the belts off Jurassic Express right now because they're the most forgettable tag team champs in AEW history, literally. But I yeah, don't really cool. want to see it on Team Taz. It makes sense, but I really don't care. No, wait, it wasn't a tag team match. It was it was uh for the FTW belt. There we go. Now I remember it was it, Ricky Starks versus Jungle Boy specifically. There we go. Yeah, but yeah, Swerving and Lee interfered and beat the hell out of Jungle Boy. I was confused by that. But yeah, but... So, so does Lee, that mean that they're getting recruited by Team Taz or something there? That's why I said it don't make sense. Because I'm yeah. like, because to me, it's going to eventually lead to a three-way tag. But right. my thing is, I don't want to see the belts on neither team. FTW, FTR is literally the hottest tag team right now. And finally, you got... Um, since Daz got freaking uh, Owen Hart tributed it out the damn um, out the tournament, you could put you could literally book them in a tag team match, tag team championship match, which they're really past due for. And to me, so my thing is, I just don't get Lee and Swerve's involvement in terms of helping teams has. Unless they're getting recruited by them, it don't really. But th- that it's don't like make sense number. either. <laughs> I'm saying to to make it make sense, but still, it's like it's it like they just sense. doing random stuff. It's almost another one of the things where they just doing something to get guys, you know, a little bit of TV time for those. Exactly, and that makes no sense. Um, yeah, it's so like yeah. you got you got to come up with better stuff than that. 
Yeah, it just makes no damn sense. Um, but yeah, the Owen Hart thing is uh well on the way now. Um, Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy had a death match for the first round. Jeff Hardy won that match, right? Yeah. Yeah, he won. He won by roll up. <sighs> this is my thing. and I think and I'm glad that some AEW fans are starting to. You don't need to do this. <laughs> right. That whole the whole point of that match, you really that match. I don't even think that match should have took place in the tournament. You could have did that match for any other reason. It was like clearly I understand you wanted to book give Darby Allen his dream match against his against his uh the guy he looked up to his whole career. You have Jeff but Hardy. It's like they just time. did it just to do it. Exactly. Like my this is my thing. You have Jeff Hardy on limited time. Jeff Hardy is getting old. Jeff Hardy purposely changed his style in WWE to be less extreme, a little bit more technical, still giving you the, the spots. But you're putting this man's life in danger for niggas yeah. who are like not that consistently whole spot, tuning in. I ain't gonna lie, the spot was cool as hell. But at the same time... A lot time, of those spots was cool. Yes. We can, Tyler, but, we can do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> We can turn the damn 2K22 on do it right now. So, yes, it's cool. But my point is, my, I'm getting to my point, is the way he, it could have ended up bad is what I'm saying. As yeah. cool as it was, it could have really ended up bad. Because the way them chairs were set up, if Jeff didn't catch him the way he caught him, his spine would have been at the, on the edges of like all four of them, them chairs. And he would have damn near been broken in half. Probably yeah. would have been broken half because he's little as hell. And I, I really don't like any chair sitting sitting up spots like that. Where it's, yeah, it's, you've been better off just having the table. Yeah, I'm like, just do a table. Even with, like, gee, some, I'm like, bro, why y'all doing some crazy shit for? It is a regular TV show. It is a regular show. That's is their, it, I think that's like their every two weeks thing or at least once a month thing. Somebody's going to pull off a damn near death defying spot and damn near die. And it's like, gee, you don't have to do it, and then just you don't factor have to do who's that. involved. Like, it's stuff like that. If you really gonna put, you know, push the envelope like that, you say that for, a, you know, for a big show or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, like, like it's almost like it's like my take on the gimmick mat, like the gimmick pay per views. Like I feel like gimmick pay per views, specifically like Hell in a Cell and Extreme Rules, they kind of water down the match itself because you know we already know that when we get them, it's supposed to be a big deal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And it's like when you do that type of stuff every, you know, every other week, you know, or once a month or so, it's like it's going to get old. Yeah, like, and it's losing its luster, especially because even, like, I felt better if it was like, you know, how they do their little special, like, shows, weekly shows. How NXT yeah, like something week. like a bash with the beach or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You could have saved it for that. and But it's like, this is the first round of the tournament. It's the first round or the second round? It's the first because they were doing qualifying matches. This is the first round. So what they've been doing the first round for what, three weeks? That was qualifying matches. Nigga, this is not the NBA playoffs. They got to speed this shit up. Look, bro. Look, bro. Martha Martha finally uh, decided to secure a bag off of, off, her, off Owen Hart's name. They're going yes, to they're going to make it. They're going to this out. Like, literally, Martha decided to co- collect the check, finally, uh, so off a billionaire. So, literally, it is what it is when it comes to that. But, yeah, it's just, my thing is just that. But, um, 
But yeah, I ain't about to go into detail because I don't want hurt no feelings. Like that one, like G, I I I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like her. <laughs> I, I just don't like her. And I don't like how the fans, and I don't like Mugs portraying the Hart family. That's Martha's family. Right. But like, that's all. But we're not about to, we're not, we're going to end yeah. it at that because I Let's don't want to say nothing that's going to offend anybody. Somebody like, already offended, so fuck them. Yeah, but I, I'm going to keep it cool. I'm going to keep it cool. I'm going to keep it cool. Regardless, though, um, Oh, what else happened? Did, didn't something pop up where basically we found out that Daniel Bryan can't work independent shows now? Oh, yeah. Supposedly, uh, yeah, Tony Khan's blocking DB, uh, uh, Brian Danielson from working independent shows, and that's just the fuck. <laughs> don't make sense. You let every, you literally let everybody every, else gee, watch Daniel Bryan. John Moxley, I are doing death matches outside of AEW. <laughs> Come and on, he's bro. About to do another New Japan show for for the US uh, belt again. So exactly. Like, he's, he gets to do New he, Japan he, days, but his, his tag partner can't. Like, bro. Like, come on. Like, gee, that's why he went there was to like, oh, I could go a little bit of elsewhere. Cool. The fuck you mean? Uh, oh, yeah, Hangman and um, and Hangman and uh, CM Punk finally had their first um, uh, in person engagement promo. And all I'm gonna say is, gee, this nigga's. I'm not gonna mad smoke at what it. Hangman said. I ain't mad, but gee, CM Punk's gonna smoke this nigga. <laughs> Y'all just got to deal with it. He's gonna He's smoke gonna the fire. A fire go to sleep and, and take that belt off from us. No, I, I'm, I'm talking about promos. But, yeah, CM Punk's going to oh, take yeah. it, literally. Like, look, Tony Khan already t- capping, talking about, yeah, Hangman's the best AEW. Ch- no, he's not. No, no. it's it's Moxley not and Omega, G. It's, Adam Cole Mox- didn't even have that belt. He is a better AEW champion now. No. You know how I feel about how they've been booking Adam Cole, G. That, that nigga, fuck him. But uh, <laughs> but Adam Cole, is, I mean Hangman Page is not the best. Like he's definitely in last place. <laughs> now who he's beating? Yes, I will give him credit. He has beat Daniel Bryan. He has uh beat Lan- uh, Lance Archer. He's beating um. Beat Adam Cole twice. He, beat Adam he got Cole his ass twice. beat in all those matches. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, but. He's st- he's beat good opponents, but bro, he is not the best. It is Omega no. and Moxley by a long shot. Like you're number four, Jericho's ahead of you, and this and Jericho did a decent job putting Cloud on that belt. But um, but yeah. So moving on. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, what was, uh, what was that? Um, it just slipped my mind when it happened. Even think about was it something that. else AEW related? Yeah, it slipped my mind. Fuck them. But uh, oh, we look. We very rarely talk about what goes on uh, over in uh, Japan. But uh, everybody oh. knows if you're a wrestling fan, you know who Ibushi is. Um, one of the, uh, one of the best, like one of the biggest Japanese stars in modern history right now. Um. It's looking like he's not going to be. <laughs> look, I'm not going to say nothing because we do a podcast that involves anime, and we give a lot of love to J- Japanese art. And I'm not about to say anything about New Japan in the negative sense. 
because even me myself know that the Yakuza has always been involved in anything that Japan does. I play enough games to know this shit. But with all that being said, <laughs> Ibushi better have a flight to America ready. Because, <laughs> gee, that man is, like, gee, Bugs is legit translated what this man is saying. It is like, bro, you are, I yeah. get it. He's it, trying to air them out. He's airing them out. I get it. But, bro. Chill. 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 We're not, like, that's all I'm saying is chill. Like, all that stuff could very much be true. Probably is. And all I'm saying is that anybody that's saying, oh, he's going to, he can sign with AEW. Who's AEW trying to work with? <laughs> that leaves two other options. Impact and Impact. WWE. <laughs> and WWE does not do a good job with Japanese wrestlers. Asuka is the, Asuka's the biggest star. <laughs> and it works. Is Asuka, <laughs> is Asuka everybody got their else. So, literally. <laughs> literally. It's nothing. Like, that's his best hope. Oh, and, and it's, it's Asuka, Shinsuke, Shinsuke, then everybody else. So, hey, he can't go to the other, the, the second best, the best option for him, honestly. He had, like, for him, the best option is WWE because the bit the uh the con man has already made is got deals with your current promoter and you don't like them it's literally a super show about to happen so that's you're not gonna be a part of that <laughs> exactly my man's gonna literally go to con say don't sign this man you like us right you 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 <laughs> want this type of attention right you better not sign that man He's not on the card. I'm a laugh if he's not part of the card too. I would laugh. I would laugh. <laughs> but that's so yeah. But uh, Ibushi just do the right thing. Do the right thing. <laughs> do the right thing in terms of protect your, yourself. You protect yourself. That's all I'm gonna say. Um. So is that I think that's really it for wrestling though. Um. Oh, we could go in depth about the Roman situation. Uh, well, situ- not really a situation, but Mug blowing shit up. Well, what is confirmed to actually be true, if anything? It's wrestling journalism. We don't know. No. <laughs> but, I didn't know so pretty much the only thing that's true, the only thing that's legitimately true, he did. He, they had a house show at um, New Jersey, uh, Trenton, New Jersey, and uh, he he had, this is like the second time he had a uh, face-like promo at the end of wrap up the show. Where he pretty much said, "This is gonna be my life. I ain't gonna be able to do. Uh, I'm gonna enter a new phase of my life. I won't be able to do the uh, do these type of events like that anymore. Blah 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 blah. I'ma miss it. Without the band, this is the last time y'all gonna see me. And pretty much somebody recorded, of course. Uh, and everybody ran away saying, "Oh my God, is Roman about to leave? What's going to happen?" And everybody was just digging shit up. Some people was wrong and then retracted what they said and just said they more than likely signed the new type deal where it's more TV based and less house show based and even like people took numbers like he's been doing more house shows than he did TV matches yeah they say he was on track to to have if he would have kept at this rate he would have been on track to have at least 100 house shows done by the end of the year yeah so like I think they say it's like 20 to 3 in terms of house show to TV matches so 
which I understand Rome has a family. He's going on he he he's carried WWE and SmackDown for two years. Carried. Hard carry yeah. at that. So I have literally no issue with that. It's not like like I said, from what we're hearing from what is being said, it's not a part time contract, it's just he's more T V focused. So which is perfectly fine. That gives him more time to spend with family. If he so choose want to enter the Hollywood uh phase, he can do that as well. That's not an issue. So but yeah, but um I like I, said, I have no issue with Roman choosing to, whatever he's doing to to for one prolong his career, you know, to have more time with family because you know at the end of the day that is an important thing, you know, whether wrestling fans realize that or not. You know, these people, these are people outside of their jobs, so you know they they deserve that time. Mm-hmm. And then like like you say, he's literally just carried everything on his back. You know, he deserved whatever he whatever they got set up for him. He deserved it so. No. Yeah, so like you got to give it to him, and plus, like I said, it's not like he's not going to do no more house shows. He's probably just going to do like the super major ones. Like he, like if like if Chicago gets that random house show, uh, non televised like house show, it'll be that um, Madison Square Gardens house show. Show like those, he'll probably do those. Right, like major cities. Yeah, but other than that, like he he ain't going to do like probably the smaller events, which I understand, like. But yeah, overall though, I'm uh, I think people are overthinking it. Like some people say he's about to retire, but like if, no. if that like not, like the man, if like, that I was the like, case, I feel like it would be a bigger announcement type deal that they would do if he's great. Literally, it would have been you, we would have heard something more solid and legit by now. That's just what it is. We would have heard something more solid and more legit. But um, yeah, that's it for wrestling though. Like um, so. Let's get ready to transition into the NBA. But uh, well, I'm actually I'm gonna stop stop the video and then continue. Uh, but I'm gonna keep the audio going though. But for those who uh, so that way I can easily just edit. But if you just watch for the wrestling portion, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Threes from the Ring. Like, comment, subscribe. If uh, on the audio side, continue to stay tuned as we talk about the NBA playoffs because it's been a lot. That's going down as we speak. We already got a team that is going, going to Cancun as we speak, and we got to go in depth about that team as well. So, but so you two hoops, stay tuned. If not, uh, if you're on the video side, peep the next video. Thanks for listening, and woo woo. All right, so going to where is. They trust they're not here. <laughs> they just they're not here. We <laughs> so, if he you was watching the rest the of the half, you was like, yo, where's this boy at? That man is probably getting some quality Z's right now. But um but yeah, so it's once again it's me and Tyler. We here. Follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Like, comment, subscribe if you watch us on YouTube. Stick around on audio end. Make sure you hit that uh, follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to us on. We appreciate all the support. But 
NBA playoffs is busting, but before we get into that, we got a couple of news pieces. Jokic did just win MVP. We didn't talk about that. Niggas, is, niggas was mad, angry, and all of that, but the game is the game. Um, to me, I'm happy for Jokic. Um, I know Datra did have a nice soliloquy about why uh, we, it needs to be changed back to the old ways. But the thing about the old days, they're the old days. Shout out to uh, my man's from The Wire for that, nor- that uh, notorious uh, quote. But if you had to look at the situation, Jokic had nobody on his team but Aaron Gordon. He helped improve Bones High. He His play helped make Bones Highly improve. And Monte Morris were his, his big three outside of him. In comparison to Embiid, for who majority of the season had Tobias Harris, Maxi, off and on Danny Green, it was a better overall constructed team. And then yeah. James Harden got there and probably made things worse. <laughs> but they just lost like, tonight, by the way, which we will get to shortly. But Jokic won MVP. I don't honestly, I don't have an issue with it. Numbers don't lie. He had a better season compared to last year. He still willed his team to the playoffs. Like compared to last year, Murray was still Murray played half the season and then got hurt around All Star, and he still had Michael Porter Jr. and still won it. He lost both. Didn't have him for most. Michael Porter Jr. only played five games, and Murray was out all year. He held he held it down. Yeah. His stats didn't falter from having his stats went up. Like so, he he did everything. Gotta he give it to him. He earned and, it. And like yeah, like you said to say what well, it was six seed. Yes, that's all true. But he they like in terms of compared to MB, like I think it was what uh the, the team record wise was like two three game difference. Yeah, like, like in terms of so like it's not that big of a difference, and you can argue that Embiid had the better team, while Jokic literally had to play out of his mind nightly to end all that at. So I'm going to give Jokic his credit. And B does deserve an MVP award. I will give him that. Like I would, but I believe, but like as I'm about to, as before we transition to the playoffs itself, Jokic deserved it. Uh, anything you want to add? Uh, my bad. I was paying attention to the game. Uh, no, like I said, I, he, he, he wholeheartedly earned it. I definitely think, and be, you know, he was right there with him. But at the end of the day, you know, when you're able to do what Jokic was able to, was able to do with less, you know, you gotta that has to count for something. Exactly. You know, regardless of how I might feel about the, um, you know, the award system or how anybody else feels about it, you know, he still he fit the criteria. So yeah, he was legit the most valuable. He was legit the most valuable. But um, but yeah, so. But yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, other piece of news. Uh, oh yeah, shout out to uh, Monty, Monty once won a coach year. Shout out to my bands. He deserved it. Yeah. Um, Glad but, he um, took that one. Yeah, like nothing else to really add in regards. Exposure has a huge case. And the fact that Exposure still does not have coach of the year is probably one of the biggest crimes of his uh, coaching career. But he'll get he'll get one before he was well, all said and done. But um. But yeah, but straight to um, but other piece of news: the NBA did announce that the Eastern Conference and Western Conference will have MVPs. Uh, 
at the end of those uh end of those rounds and we also and they renamed the, the trophies for uh the Eastern Conference and Western Conference. The Western Conference uh winning trophy winning team will be rewarded the Oscar Robinson Western Conference Championship Award and the Easter Conference will be awarded the Bob Cousy Easter Conference Championship <laughs> trophy. So uh not feeling that. I'm just letting y'all know I'm not yeah. feeling that. Honestly, Especially Bob, Bob. Okay, look. With Bob Cousy, he's a benefactor of the fact that Bill Russell was his teammate for a whole decade. <laughs> it is what it is. Bob Cousy was the second best player. Yes, it probably was. It was probably Sam Jones or one of them. Five thousand Jones is on that team, but <laughs> Bill Russell still gifted that man those rings. <laughs> <laughs> he gifted it, but with all that being said, still respect to Bob Cousy. But you, it's you can't name it after LeBron. You can't do that. You, you, you LeBron. You, if LeBron was retired already, he probably would. You, you will consider. You can't name it after LeBron. Sure. But I will. Yeah. But ten, still, fifteen years from now, I'm renaming that the LeBron Trophy. <laughs> I'm naming that. Not even LeBron ten years trophy. from now. When soon as LeBron retires, switch that. <laughs> I'm not feeling that. But yeah, you can't. It's 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 beneath Mike the name after Mike. <laughs> it's beneath Mike. And then I'm not mad that Mike doesn't have any awards named after him because Mike is literally the standard of excellence for basketball. So that's literally, enough to live up to itself. He's the goat. He's like the undisputed goat, no matter what. So the like, way you take that title is you become the goat. That's how you do that. So literally, so like Mike has that to infinity. AKA to Giannis won six championships. But <laughs> <laughs> nasty conversation. That's a nasty conversation. But <laughs> but point being, um uh but yeah, so you have to name it after him. And then you had to name it after him. Then uh the MV, the conference MV, conference round MVPs, the Western Conference is the Magic Johnson Award. And Oh wait, no. Back to the Western Conference. Oscar Robinson should it, look. Bob Cousy legit has a case. <laughs> he has a case. Oscar Robinson. No, that man has seen only two. I think it was two Western Conference Finals. Two. Two. And he did not win. He probably won one. I think I didn't look. I only saw how many times he was there. I didn't see if he won them or not. Point being in that, y'all ass is tweaking. <laughs> name it after him. I, you probably was like, look, we named it after Bob Cougar. We might as well name it. Like, bro, you could have named it after Kareem. <laughs> you could have named it after Kareem. You could have named it after Elgin no, Baylor. You could have no named it after Jerry West. It's it's people. Yeah. It's people, bro. You could have named it after. Um, but, yeah, but it is what it is. They pick the names. They pick the names. So, um, so... So yeah, but Magic and Larry Bird is named after the MVP awards for their respective conferences. I ain't mad at that. I just find it weird to give a award for being the best player in in the uh, conference finals. It's just is it for the entire each round just, of the, just, no, the just conference, round. or is it just no, for just, the conference just finals? Just that round. But if I'm if I'm voting personally, if I'm voting, I'm basing it on. Best player throughout that conference, like the fact that okay, if clearly if you're going to the finals, 
you probably had the better player. That player was consistently that good throughout the playoffs. It depends on the team, though, because sometimes the better team don't have the better player. So Yeah, but, okay, let's just say it like this. Miami right now. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler is move, the most can, valuable player. Yeah, he, if he they beat be. the Bucks, Jimmy is arguably has been the most valuable player throughout the Eastern Conference Finals because his team got to the finals. That's that's just an example. Mm-hmm. Same way, if it's the Bucks, of course it's fucking Giannis. <laughs> no, if ands and buts about it, except Giannis. Exactly. There's literally there's no if ands or buts about it. Hell, Giannis could probably still Giannis could probably lose to the Heat and still win it. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's like I feel he would still be the best player in that series, regardless. Yeah. Like he's best been, series, or even one factor in just the entire all of the entire playoffs. Yeah, like just the entire playoffs. So we'll see how they handle the voting in regards to that. But if it's just that round, like I feel like it, that speaks for itself. But if it's like you reward the team for making to the finals and the the player who legit got them there, then it is what it is, you know. I, yeah. Like, I'll honor a little bit better that way. Like, let's just say, um, like, literally, like, with the Heat, if they get to the finals, yeah, I'm, I will give it to Jimmy. If if the Bucks make it to the finals, yeah, I will give it to Giannis. West side of things. If the Warriors make it to the finals. If the Suns make the pool, it, I think I would give it to Devin Booker. I will give it to Booker, yeah. If the, if the Warriors, I'm giving Jordan Poole. I know that will piss people off, but Jordan Poole hey, has nah, been consistently be the best warrior all playoffs. So <laughs> I wouldn't so, be yeah. mad at that. But yeah, so like that's that's just what I mean by it. But um but let's go ahead and talk about um uh the first team to get eliminated in the uh the semifinal round, and that is the Philadelphia seventy sixers have just went down like some bitches. Um to the Miami Heat. Yes, I know I have been overly critical of the Miami Heat uh, for the past few episodes. It is well deserved because I, but at the same time, they have ran into teams where I was like, look, their style of play, it benefits them. They and at least in the first round, and then they ran into a crippled Embiid and James Harden just literally being a fucking shell of himself. I feel like they're getting off easy. I really do. To an extent, yes, but they're beating who's in front of them, and they look damn good doing it. Yeah. I have I have literally, like, Jimmy has, at least the past few playoffs, has flipped a switch uh, in terms of his play. And even though, like, they're missing uh, Kyle Lowry, um, they still look like he he's literally been in and out the whole like all playoffs and he they still look they haven't missed a beat. Bam's looking solid. Uh Max Strauss has literally took Duncan Robinson's job. <laughs> literally took that man's I don't even job. remember the last time I seen that man get in. Bro, it's literally like you you gave Duncan Robinson ninety million dollars. Another reason why you do not overpay shooters unless their names are Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson. And those are different just breeds. Don't do that. Literally different breeds. And also, that meme was wrong because Joe Harris is out this season. He was legit hurt. Yeah, Joe he Harris, was legit. He was Joe legit Harris injured. legit was injured, and when he plays, he's consistently shooting over 40% from three 
and he's an okay defender. But literally, the Heat, the, oh man, I can't wait to see who they flip that man for. But point being in all of this, <laughs> shout out to the Heat for making it to the conference finals. You're the number one seed. You did what you're supposed to do. You did it. Jimmy, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. I will shut the hell up. Yeah, I think we will all have to. They they make it then. Hey, they make it to the finals. Hey, you niggas bubble narrative needs to die. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. The bubble narrative is dead because hey, the Heat did it in front in front of the holes and without no holes. So what are we talking about? And so like hey, but um but yeah, so I'm gonna give the Heat they credit. They they beat the hell out of who was in front of them and they look de- like they look damn good doing it. Boring ass basketball to watch, but yeah. they they beat who's in front of them. So I give them the credit for that. Um, your thoughts on the Heat? Uh, continue to prove me wrong because I'm I'm still on the same. Because I feel like once they get into in front of a team that really has both of they they guys out there that can go at them. They gonna have they gonna have to step it up a little bit more because it wasn't like they you know the first round you know that's a that's a dud the Hawks got what one game off of them and then um you know with this round I feel like if if Embiid was healthy the whole round it probably would I think if Embiid was healthy and James Harden would at least do something nigga but um it probably would have went to to seven I believe. I don't know if Philly would have won still, but I I think it would have went to seven. Yeah. I want to see what they can do against a full fledged Boston team. You know, probably minus Robert Williams because I think he's he's out again. No, nah, he and, just um, had knee soreness. He's been dealing with knee soreness, which I understand. Oh, okay. And then you know against Giannis because that that's the real test. Like if you if you can get past Giannis, then hey, I can't say nothing to you because it's looking like Giannis is. Giannis Superman right now. Dude. Giannis don't give a fuck who's in front of him no more. <laughs> Giannis is that's the dude. That's he's the brick wall. He's what what they call it, the measuring stick. Giannis is the measuring stick right now. Yep. That's a pretty that's that's a tall task. Literally. Literally, this is Giannis against everybody. Does he have no conscience? Does he have no heart? Do you have no soul? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Every time Giannis said that, it's just like, bro, it's it's an easy 40. And double double with it. It's like nigga, why? But yeah. And last so. night was one of those games where, like, I've seen him take over a game before, obviously. But like, for them to come back from being down pretty much the whole game, and for him to like for it to click in, you could tell when certain when it clicks with certain superstars, like, boom, I'm about to I'm about to take this home. He did that last night. Like that was yeah. that was a great performance. Yeah, and we'll even get, if he we'll started to, off slow. Yeah, and we'll get to that series shortly. So. But, Overall, but, with Miami, like I said, just keep proving me, keep proving me wrong. Me I like being proven wrong when it comes just, to just shoot me up, just shut me up, please. But um, let's go ahead and talk about Philly. Bye, Doc. Um, bye, Doc. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. If they're turn up, we gonna slowly get these, get him the fuck out of here. Slowly get him, get him out of here, please. That's what I was about to ask. Do you think he's getting the boot right away, or do you think they Gee, he's him? he's number okay? The hot, the seat was getting hot when I think they let the Raptors win what two games? Yeah, the seat was getting hot. 
It was getting hot. And then you lost the series. You didn't make adjustments. <laughs> you couldn't get hard and get his foot out his ass. It's the same shit with Doc. The, it's the same but shit. I'm, but that's why I'm asking them. Do you think this is going to be another reason for them to like, okay, we're going to give him they going to give him a slightly bit more time. Because, you know, like, sometimes they'll be like, okay, you'll start the season, and then out of nowhere, you know, boot, and then it's a new coach already ready to, you know, to take That's his spot. Thing, this is year two. And each time he – you could arguably say, okay, last year he had Embiid and – like, with Embiid and Simmons being healthy the whole year. Last year – They were the legit – They collapse. were legit the best team. They were legit the best team in the East. And then – Ben Simmons said, I am not about to do anything offensively. That involves putting the ball in a hoop or help get the ball in a hoop. That played a, a, a role in that. So then, okay, cool. You put the blame on Ben Simmons. You good. All right. Then, this season, there's no Ben Simmons. You got all the drama, of course, yeah. But you 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 start the season really good. Everybody's like literally Embiid is having a career year, um, despite like he had a bad bout with COVID and shit like that early in the season. But Embiid was roughly healthy most of the season. Um, mm-hmm. but like even when Embiid was out, like they still stayed afloat. Then when he came back, they literally went from I think they were like an eight seven seed around that time. And jumped to at one point they were number one they team in the East. They jumped to third at one point. I think yeah, I think they were either, they were in like that cycling between one and three. They were in that yeah. cycle. And um, then you like despite all the Ben Simmons drama, and then they say, you know what? Okay, James Harden's unhappy. Fuck it. Scrap. Get let's get Knock him. Knock out two like, birds with one stone. Exactly. You get Ben Simmons and you get you get a productive player. You lose Seth Curry in the process. People overrate the drum like dr- drumming. Look, but anyway, they were going to get rid of him regardless. They were. Even though he was ha- drumming was ha- drumming was being was solid as a backup, but still. Um, yeah. But point being, you lost. Like point being, in all of it though, you ended up losing. Seth Curry's production to an extent, which I don't like. Some I could overrate, but at the same time, it's like you kind of like it would have. I don't know, but you lost. It changed another things. ball. Thing yeah, it changed. It changed things a little bit because Maxi was coming to his own, and then Tobias had to take a step back. Now Maxi continued to be consistently played consistently solid with Harden, but most guards always play pretty good with Harden. Most most guards. Just at this time, Harden. Even like know. even as Harden as a playmaker, most guard like whoever his, whoever guard he's playing with tends to be really good. Always remains solid or good. Like CP3, Eric Gordon, even with Russbrook, it was still like solid. So, so I think Maxi was going to benefit either or, but so you come playoff time and and be like you. They were beating the fuck out the Raptors. And then just, you did have that reality game. But even then, uh, when but even then, things were still like, you know, you had control. But um, it was just the fact that you needed Harden to step up. 
and Harden never stepped up. But even but Harden could sit there and say the well I'm was getting into the rhythm, new chemistry. You can pull that card. And then but Doc it's we seen this shit before. Yeah. It's just like we we've done seen, seen him with, with guys that were either out of shape, hurt, you know, whatever the case may be. And then just this rotations, like, gee, why the fuck are you playing DeAndre Jordan? When Embiid's like, why the fuck are you playing DeAndre Jordan? Why do you have DeAndre then, Jordan on your team? Then the man came out and said, which I, I wasn't surprised that he said it, but he said, yeah, you gonna, like he's the type, he's, he's going to lean on his guys. But at the yeah. same time, he would throw guys under the bus. For sure, because he's done it before. Countless. It's, it's on record. <laughs> it's on wax. But point being, like, bro, you you not as a coach. We we've seen this for literally a decade, a good plus. ten years, like a literally the past years. decade, literally like from yeah, from twenty twelve till now. Like we've seen you do the same shit come playoff time. Like you can't get your team over the rope, or literally you struggle in a series that you shouldn't be struggling in and shit like that. Like, huh? Or you blowing lead or blowing playoff leads, like bro. It, we've seen this; it's, it's consistent. And the unfortunate part is, Doc is still gonna get another job, and I hope it's not the Lakers' job because, gee, I don't. Gee, LeBron don't need that in his in the tail end of his career. He he just don't. But come playoff time, it's like, bro. He does. It's like we know what the fuck is gonna go wrong. It's like we know, and it's like you could pinpoint when. And it, no, it's seriously. unfortunate. Like it's when it gets to down to that point, it's like now it's like nobody's cap nobody's capping on Doc's name. Like this this is on record that you you this is where you fail. This is where Doc fails. Yeah. And this is just my thing. Yeah. And my the unfortunate thing is this is like it's a possibility he might not get fired. He could sit there and say, Well, y'all changed the roster. Like that's that could be his saving grace is y'all changed the roster and B got hurt, you know, so that changed things up and Harden wasn't in the best of shape, you know, let's just get a full year of Harden, then let's talk. But at the same time, you've done that before. Is that, that's my point. Like he, that, I don't think he has that he he can pull that card, but it's not like bro, you can't. It's like it, I don't think it's going to save you this time. It it no. just you can't. It won't save you this time. Because, but at the same time, it could because if you Daryl Moore gonna probably sit there and be like, well, he has a point. Let's just see how it is. A full, like let's give him to All Star. Let's just see how things look by All Star Weekend because Harden's going to opt in. I don't think he's opting out. I think Harden no. says opting in. So they don't. So I think they can wait a full year before they give Harden that bag. They, I, I, if they were smart, you want to see how how he comes in come training camp. You want to see how he comes in, come training camp, have the offer on the table, but you want to see how Harden comes in and, like, you want to make sure he's not bullshitting because... Right, because the contract you're signing to him is going to be, it's, you know, a good... It's going to be another five-year deal more than likely. And the five... And, gee, we're starting to see... And, like, since, like, his last full year with the Rockets, you could see the regression in Harden. You could you 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 start to see the regression. Like it wasn't that yeah. noticeable, but it was there. And then, and then didn't help that he just stopped giving a damn about you know keeping himself in shape. 
yeah, I get, like, you know, you wanted to get out and you had to give yourself a reason to get out, but you shouldn't compromise your body, the thing that's going to make you, you know, your money, you know, just because you're in a, you know, a messed up situation. At exactly. the end of the day, that could still, you know, impact you getting getting the money that you think you're supposed to get now. Exactly. But I think he's, I think that, I think he's going to get it. He's going to get his money, but, but it's like, gee, that con, gee, do I want to give Harden, I think Harden's 32 years old. Let me check real quick how old Harden is. But like we already see, the re- he's regressing. James Harden age. He's thirty two. He's already regressing noticeably at thirty two. He's going to be thirty three by the time the season starts. Uh, next season starts because his birthday is in August, so he's going to be thirty three. Get that man a five year deal that is worth over two hundred and fifty something million dollars. He'll, he'll still give you a double-double because I think I think if Harden chose to be more efficient player while still being your primary point, that's still worth 40 mil a year. Like, that's still a very good, talented player. Still a top-20 level player. But, but is it be, enough to get you a chip? I think it can. If he wants to be primary, like his goal is to be primary playmaker, but I just like that's why I said his he needs to be efficient. If he was it's to be not more even efficient, that. like I really do think that that his him getting his body together is gonna have a is gonna have an impact on it. Because if he doesn't, he's not gonna be able to play. Even that, like you like you saying, like he could be the primary defender, you know, be more you know point guard minded than he already was. But if your body not keeping up with you, you're going to keep having these same yeah, issues. Yeah, but that's on that's him to keep his body. That's why I said he has to come in shape. Yeah. He has to come in shape, but, like, and that's going to play a role in, like, even, like, that's why I said, but even coming in shape, but also you have to come in, a, your mindset got to be more efficient. You got to be more efficient yeah. player. You can't just, like, yeah, he's part of his game is chasing fouls. Like, at the end of the day, like, Players do that shit, or the referees just gonna favor you. Like, if you know how to draw a foul at the end of the day, like if you know how to make the what referees blow whistle, that's still a talent. I don't care what nobody yeah, says. That is still a, a talent. Is it flopping sometimes? Yes, but the referees choose to blow that fucking whistle. That is on them. Like, it's still a talent to draw a foul. Um, but but he ain't in. Really, but you, really but like you have to. No, even no, he still gets fouls. That's how you get. That's how he's getting eighteen at least. But. Uh, <laughs> But point well, being, he needs to be more. He has to be more efficient minded in terms of scoring, like take smarter threes. Like sometimes, like gee, if you drive, you can't be driving for fouls. Like be more efficient minded. Like he can, and like that's his issue now because he's like he's like he can because be he can't get points. anything else off he has to fish for them fouls yeah and that's exactly it wasn't like that before it's like you could you could fish you can get them fouls at will now you have to do that just to get yourself on the board and that's exactly. not you know yeah not so and even Harden was never the most efficient score but even then like when he was efficient it was but it's like, because oh, he was hitting it he was getting it at such a high volume yeah you know, it was like it was it a high volume efficiency but he has to consider being more efficient by also being a primary playmaker that, I think that's going to, like, if he doesn't think of more in that mindset, because literally I think, like, like he was number two in assists. So if he doesn't enter that mindset of, like, literally being like, yo, I have a top five level player 
arguably the best big in the league on my team. I have this young dude, Maxi, who ain't scared of the moment, plays fearless. Tobias Harris probably not gonna be on that roster next year. <laughs> He's just probably yeah, that's they're going to find they're going to find a way to get rid of Tobias Harris. I don't know and where I'm he's going. This, I don't think that Tobias Harris is a bad player, but he doesn't fit that system anymore. He, yeah, it's they just need for, for what there, they he need. Don't. He can't give he can't give them that. Yeah, unfortunately, he, he's yeah he just don't. Uh, I have a couple teams in mind, but you, you mugs might think I'm crazy. I have a couple teams in mind, but um. But yeah, but you, I, a part of me feel like they're gonna run this, run it back with Harden, Embiid, and Doc as coach. At the same time, if he gets fired, it's well deserved. <laughs> it's literally well deserved. Um, that's fucked up. I just looked at the group chat. <laughs> like, bro, why is Godzilla in Warzone? <laughs> Godzilla. That's another reason why I don't have the game. Like that little key tempted me to just uh boot that big ass game on my system, but then I realized I gotta boot that big ass I gotta uh, download that big ass game on my PS5. But point being point being, uh yeah, but the point being in all of it though is uh it's gonna really fall on Harden. Like MB like Embiid is go Embiid is literally in his prime years and you gotta factor in Embiid does have a consistency of health issues. And I value his toughness because he's playing. He's more willing to play through. But for Embiid's long-term health, they have to do a better job. They have to do a way better job at Harden has to literally help him out. He has to. He just has to. But um, anything else you want to add about? Because it's gonna get to a point where he's gonna Embiid is gonna get tired of him, man. Yeah, and I wouldn't be mad if he asked for a trade. It'd be well fucking deserved. Because it's like, gee, it's like you've been trying what, and he's been with the Sixers since what, 2013, 2014? I, I forgot, but yeah, he's but he's been with them for, for long enough. He's been through the entire process phase, he's been through the let's make it work with two different coaches now. Now you want another superstar, and they don't, I think if they don't get it together within the next two years, it's you know, it's gonna be about that time. That's what that's it's gonna be it, yeah. Right. That's my thing. So, because he's a competitor, he wants to get out there. Yeah, I can tell he wants to win. I can tell. If one thing about Embiid, he legit wants to win. He wants greatness. Like, and it's there. Like, like it's the way he. Like, yeah, he. Like, he has. He like you know he has that personality, but like he he's a true competitor, in the sense that many people say, oh, it's not there. It's there with Embiid. That's why he feels the way he does. He's not. He's not giving you BS excuses for when they, you know, when stuff don't get done. Yeah, like he ain't scared to call out teammates. People may say that rubs them the wrong way, but it's just like he wants to win. <laughs> like literally, he wants he has that mindset. Like he wants to be great. He wants to win. Like that. Like that's why he felt the way about Ben Simmons because it's like, bro, like put in the work that I do. And then with Harden, it's like it's shit. <laughs> Do you care about winning? Like, do you really care about winning? It's not even just about anymore. With Harden, Harden's biggest question was: Do does he care about winning as much as he tries to make it seem like he does? Right. Because it's like, yeah, people always sit and say, "Oh, he's partying with little baby." But like everybody, every rapper 
I mean, every NBA player out here act like a groupie sometimes. I don't care about that stuff. Yeah, but stuff. still, it's, but it's when it's like that, it's like, yo, bro, why are you not? Like, sometimes it's like, I'm not ever going to be against NBA players having fun. You can do whatever the right. fuck you please as long as you show up to work. With Harden's case, it's just he, it's quotes of him like, literally, you, you go on at Giannis, what, is, what does Giannis do? He's won. And he's gotten to the same places as you, and he's won. Exactly. Hard so now. It's like, what? Are, what are you? What are you? Yeah, like you say, you want to win a championship. Like you go to the Nets, you say, "Oh man, I'm here to win. I want to win it all." And with the Rockets, you which you say you want to win it all. You haven't done that yet. You, and then it's just like we see situations where it's just like where you question, "Yo, does this man really want to win as bad as he say he do?" Like that. That that's that's my thing with Harden. And like he had, and like he has to prove a lot of people wrong because it's like you, you're 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 right now. It's your teammates with a guy who one doesn't hold his tongue about no man, and he's also seven foot three and very much African blooded. He can kill you. <laughs> he, he can kill you. It took it took for literally literally it took another African to literally break this man's face. It sure did. <laughs> Another African to break his face with an elbow. So it's like, come on now. But uh, and then it took another African to really limit him to be really great with one eye. Bam, it's an African. So it took two Africans in back to back series to kind of get MB a little pressed. So we like being if if you not if you're not one of them, you're not stopping them. So if, you know, piss him off at your own ex- extent. I mean, expense. Yeah, but um, but yeah, but let's go ahead and talk about the uh Boston and what you'll call it. So, Boston and Bucks, Bucks up three two after last night where uh the Celtics blew a lead, and Marcus Smart had the ball in his hand in crunch time for too long, and Drew Holiday said y'all niggas tweaking, and Drew Holiday had to make niggas remember that he is him defensively, and uh, some of the credit that Marcus Smart gets. That Pat Bev gets, Drew Holiday deserves as well. So, uh, but yeah, but overall, like this, this is like my favorite series um, so far. Like really entertaining in terms of like both teams going at it. Um, boss, like I said, Boston Youngins, like they, they want it, but but at the same time, you got that boy Giannis, and Giannis is at that stage of the career where he he knows. Where he can literally dot, put his will and say no, and when he says no, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> that's, no, exactly. It's the scary. It's scary. It's, it's scary as hell. You gotta. We gotta talk about that man, like bro. But um, but yeah. But overall, like, I don't think Boston is going to lose Game Six. All these, like, but at the same time. All, most of the games this series, except for I think what well, game two was close. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think game two, uh, Boston blew their ass out the gym. But um, so it's just like I overall do believe that um, I think this series still goes seven. If it goes seven, I don't know who wins. But also, there's a if there's a possibility we're going to see game six Giannis where he definitely says <laughs> no, and we saw game oh, six Giannis. God. Game six, and this, Giannis. And very variation of elimination game, Giannis. 
I'm not betting against them. I'm just not. Look, you man, can't. you got game seven, Brian, and then you got game six, Giannis. <laughs> game, wait, yeah, literally, elimination Giannis, where Giannis can literally send you home. <laughs> That's, you do not want to deal with that, G. Go put the niggas in the headlocks for the entire game. Like, bro, and while doing this with no Chris Middleton. So, and I think they did say if uh, the series goes seven, I think Middleton can return. But I don't think they're going to force the agenda like that if they do. But, um, but yeah, but this has been the best series. Uh, I'm glad Jason Tatum, this is my thing with Tatum. I love Tatum, but he has to show consistency and not wanting to shoot fucking a lot of threes. But also, I understand that the Bucks no homo, is a very big team. Yeah, like, it showed, especially that first game, where they really were not letting them get into the paint at all. Yeah. Uh, even though they figured it out to a degree, but still, it's like, they the Bucks they know when, to, when they can lock you out. Yeah. So, he, like, he just has to you know, pick pick some of those threes a little bit smarter, and then you know when you do have the mismatch, even if it is on a on a uh, you know a, a Drew Holiday, like find a way to take advantage of it because at the end of the day you're still bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you know for make him make him foul you. He's gonna guard you, make him foul you. Yeah, but Drew Drew is him defensively. G like just because he's undersized don't mean shit. Like, Bust this shit. But um, but overall though, like this is a really entertaining series. Like, really entertaining. I still believe whoever comes out this round beats the Heat wholeheartedly. Um, same. But but at the same time, um, I'm giving Bucks more credit to beat the Heat than I will give Boston. At least how things look now. But uh. But overall, like I like this is a really great series. This is a really great playoff series, and easily the best series of this entire round, uh, round for uh, both conferences. But let's go out west. Um, the Warriors and uh, the Grizzlies is probably one, some of the look. I thought I was going. I thought nasty basketball took place with the Grizzlies and uh, Timberwolves, and then the, like I've been telling niggas, the Grizzlies is is a stupid ass basketball team. But the Warriors are saying we can be just as fucking stupid. And we kind of forgot that they can be. That's why, literally, they lost a championship because of it. Because it's stupid basketball at times. But Warriors is up 3-2. They should have ended it last night. But um, Warriors decided to be idiots and get 50-piece at one point. So, um, but I think they ended at game uh, six, as they should, because if it go game seven, <laughs> wait, game six, Clay. Oh shit, <laughs> it's lit. Game six, Clay. G, you gotta think. You gotta think about. It. We got game six, Clay. So, uh, but I will say, Clay hasn't been his best this series. He hasn't been his best all playoffs. But you know, he definitely, and then. This is another thing. Like those games where Steph gets, when Steph gets cold, it's 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 hard to watch. It, it really is. It, it, when it he is. gets cold, it's, he can't do shit. It really is. Um, but yeah, but I hate to say that, but it's like damn. Yeah, but uh, like, I was saying, yeah, and with Ja being out these past two games, like I expected a little bit better 
from the Heat. I mean, not I mean from the Warriors, but at the same time, we got to factor in that uh, Steve Kerr is also out with COVID, and Mike Brown, the new coach of the uh, Sacramento Kings, is literally acting like the new coach of the Sacramento Kings because that's how the Warriors <laughs> been playing. So, but I really hope that they Draymond gets his team's head out their ass and that they end this because you I don't think they want to go. Wait, yeah, cause yeah, cause the uh, Grizzlies got home court. I don't think you want to go back to Memphis in the game seven, and yeah. them young niggas that don't know no better, that's been playing way better without they star player all season. It's been noted that they play way better or just as good without Ja. They don't have nothing to lose, so they yeah, gonna they throw have everything to lose. they can at you. They have nothing yeah. to lose. Stupid, stupid or not, they gonna throw it at you. Exactly. So, get it together. Just get it together. That's that's literally I want. But at the same time, my Warriors hate and my Steph Curry hate. If the if the if the Grizzlies do it, hey, oh, another, y'all know another. y'all know what's coming on that pod. We might go live that day. I don't go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> literally, we might go live that day. I don't care. G. I'm gonna talk my shit. I'm gonna talk my shit, nigga. <laughs> so. <laughs> That that would be so wild, bro. Braun missing the playoffs. Then Katie and Kyrie getting stomped out the playoffs. The Warriors blowing, blowing a 3-1 lead again. <laughs> Bunch of young niggas. That would be – that 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 like the changing of the guard is here, G. The changing of the Literally, guard. G, the changing of the guard is here, G. Uh, but, yeah, so they got to get that together. And then uh, currently the Suns and Mavericks is going on. Uh I, last I looked at the score, uh, the, the Mavericks were up by like I think double digits. I'm pulling yeah, up that right up now. Like 60 to yeah, sixty to forty-five 55. at halftime. God damn. Yeah, I ain't gonna hit this part. They just started scoring again. Though. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit this. They part. just started shooting. They they bro, started shooting to hit this a bunch party. of threes and missing for like bro, five minutes. Bro, I'm not about to hit this parley, G. <laughs> I'm not about to hit it. I'm not I've been it. telling everybody stop. Like ever since they really started screwing people over in the first round, like y'all need to stop betting, bro. I'm let it go into next screwed, season. G. I might really get screwed because G. Right, Luca. I got Luca going for under thirty-two. It's still possible. It's still possible. I hate going unders, but unders. I get my odds is higher by hitting unders for players like Luca. I need Spencer then we to go over eight. He has six, so I might be good on that. I need Luca to have under nine rebounds. I might not hit that. Cause he's at six right now. So I might not hit this shit. But I need Chris Paul to have over fifteen. He currently has five. He's pissing me off. Also, I need Chris Paul to make over two threes. Make over, make two threes. He's at one. There's a chance. Cameron Johnson needs to hit two threes. He's at one. Okay, I'm good. You can't DeAndre Aiden have a block. Right now. DeAndre Aiden does not have a fucking block. Why? <laughs> so, but everything's probably going to follow Luca points and rebounds right now. I might be screwed. I might be screwed. Oh my god, I hate this shit. <laughs> and dude gonna send you the uh the Vince McMahon promo, Chris screw Chris. 
<laughs> exactly. Oh my god, I hate this shit. But anyway, but this uh, all I would say is this: niggas gonna need to put respect on Luca's name, G. Bugs <laughs> gonna have to put respect on Luca's name, G. This man is dragging. Even though I would say this is a better Mavericks team compared to last year, and Jason Kidd has improved a lot as a coach. Um, Luca is literally doing a great job by literally control, like controlling pace of the game, and just making and just taking advantage of what everybody can give him. Literally, like in every way possible, like people are stepping up. Like Kleber is looking really solid. Reggie Bullock is shooting it lights out. Even Finney Smith is having moments where he's shooting, looking like goddamn Kyle Corver from three. Oh my god, that other game the other night, he was flying yeah, that motherfucker. He was up. flying that shit. So, like the Mavericks have really impressed, and if they hold this lead, because it's, it's it's three two right now. If they hold this lead, <laughs> hey, it will be wild. If Luca go to the finals this year, I think then I say I'm the Mavs calling, was my I'm dark not horse. It whatsoever. Did I say the Mavs was my dark horse? I don't think. I think I did before in our playoff did. preview. I think I said the Mavs was my dark horse, even though they had a. I think if it, but I said things had to go perfectly, and because <laughs> Luca can do whatever the fuck he wants, <laughs> and nobody can stop him. And but bro, the real thing in all of this is if the Mavs do take this in seven, my vengeance on the Twitter page is going to be lovely. Y'all told me Devin Booker be locking niggas up. I asked for footage. I ain't get no footage. All I got was advanced stats saying that oh he's number two <laughs> in his position at defensive rating. You know who else was really had high defensive ratings? Steph Curry. And this, I'm talking about the MVP years. And that nigga was getting picked apart defensively. So I don't want to hear that shit. It just means he's surrounded by good defenders. Look it up. <laughs> if a team is good again, defensively, you have one liability. He's not, and that's it. I'm not saying he's not. It just means everybody else around him is a good to great defender. And that he holds his own against his man. That's all it means. Because guess what? It's not a lot of good shooting guards anyway. Exactly. And Miles Bridges is probably guarding the best perimeter player. Then Jay Crowder. And then Devin Booker. So shut the fuck up. But anyway. The <laughs> point is Devin Booker hasn't locked up Luka. And Miles Bridges hasn't locked up Luka. Only people beating the uh, Mavs is probably themselves, and the Suns just being really incompetent. But bro, all I'm gonna say is y'all gonna hate me, <laughs> cause I am Luca Hive to the to the world blow nigga, and literally, <laughs> y'all not gonna be ready for the shit talking I am going to bring to the world if my son Luca beat <laughs> the Mavericks. <laughs> I mean, beat the Suns. <laughs> y'all are not ready, man. And this is all because of Suns Twitter. Coming at me, y'all not be ready. Like you niggas that said like Devin you. Booker deserved MVP, y'all not ready for me, G. Because my <laughs> son Luca G is ready is is saying I'm him, I'm here. Y'all not ready, so all I'm gonna say is this: I hope the, the Suns better come back. They better because you're the number one seed. 
Number one overall seed. Mm-hmm. You have Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Aiden. Play better. Coach of the year. Play better. Be better. Luka is that guy, yes. But at the same time, they have to be better. That's all I'm saying in regards to all of that. Um, but your thoughts on this series? Um, The Suns, they're still the better team, but it's moments where it's like you guys – are playing like you haven't like you haven't been in this position to win before. Like we've seen it's I don't know. It's they had they have lapses sometimes where it's just frustrating to to see it. But I I don't think they they should come back. They're not down by that much and they up three two. So like they can close this out tonight. Yeah. So like but, if I'm say it's the Suns are smart, you close the shit out. Cause you really getting you getting beat by one guy. It's not like it's not like how it was when they beat the Jazz in their first round, where they getting production out of everybody. Cause it's still it's games where where Luca really gets off. Nobody else is really doing shit. So they just got they just got to pull it, pull their pants up and get it together. Exactly because like talent wise, like literally. Do you really, do you really want to waste another year of Chris Paul playing really well? It's, it's he's playing. You know, he's he's still you know that that guy at the point guard position. But you don't have that much. But time you don't left. have that many years left. Like you, it's it's only so much time. So that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, the Suns better figure it out. But uh, Luca been hooping. My boy Luca has been hooping. He's been balling. And I'm gonna give Jason Kidd his credit as a coach. You've been doing your thug dizzle. So, but overall though, NBA second round's been yeah. The first round was more lit, but depending how what what uh uh what opponents we get for the second round though, I mean for the conference finals round, G, it might be interesting, G. It yeah, might, might be interesting. Is no, we're gonna say that for the finals, but um, but literally. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to hate me. <laughs> Y'all may hate me. That's all I'm going to say. But let's go ahead and wrap this episode up all together. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring for any of our wrestling, basketball takes, maybe some random cultural takes. Um, make sure you, uh, if you watch us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Check out all the content that we got. Uh, on top of, like, just... Uh, this content with Threes from the Ring we get uh, new Black Otakus this week as well we got a lot to talk about with Dr. Strange <laughs> Dr. Strange we got oh yeah Tyler you might want to join us on the episode uh, Dr. Strange uh, I think I'm trying to get DC we do the one talk about One Piece because One Piece is going to be lit and a couple other things as well so a lot to talk about in terms of uh, uh, Otaku nerd news and shit but make sure you uh, guys support as always. Make sure you uh, just share the content. Rock with us. We rock with us. Share our content. We all greatly appreciate it very freaking much. But thanks for listening and peace. Peace. <laughs>